Welcome to Nerd News with Gregory Simons. I don't normally do movie news on Monday morning, so nobody tell the editor I still haven't hired because I have no money or anything, but this particular detail dropped just after my film news on Friday because Disney hates me or something. James Gunn has been rehired as the director of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He was initially fired from the project after it came to light that he'd been making weird paedophile jokes on Twitter ten years back, but presumably Disney felt their moral stance on the issue had lasted just long enough that everyone will have forgotten just what he said or did to get himself fired in the first place. Let's definitely not Google the details or we'll all feel very bad for inevitably liking the movie when it comes out in a year or two, depending on how soon they resume production on the project. I imagine it will largely depend on whether or not they can get Dave Bautista to stop beating up Disney CEO Robert Iger. But if I may lend a hand, Dave, it's okay. The James Gunn is back. You can put Rob back down on the floor now. Ooh, not that hard, though. His leg isn't supposed to go in that direction. I was going to make a joke about Roseanne, but I doubt anyone remembers that particular American culture war at this point, or even uh, why it's relevant. But then I remembered that I'd have to explain who Roseanne was and, frankly, stuff her. This is very big news for one of Marvel's more popular franchises, although it has to be said it's not made anywhere near as much money as Black Panther or Avengers 3, meaning it's 773 million US dollars grosses, basically peanuts up a rat's behind. Yes, somebody did dare me to say that, although possibly DC is going to feel a little hard done by, given that Gunn had recently confirmed he'd be swooping in to direct Suicide Squad 2, which seems to be a common theme for DC after they hired Avengers director Joss Whedon to reshoots on Justice League. And this comes right after Will Smith quit the sequel to Teen Titans Go to the Movies, but everyone's sad and it's worse somehow too. I should say that, in actual fact, Gunn is now reported to be committed to both projects. Not that anyone's overly concerned about my journalistic integrity. I could talk about the invention of time travel and everyone would be fine with that. I did. Everyone was. And while we're on the topic of film news, because Andrew Week just finished and I need to overcompensate for all the stuff I missed, DC is still making that Flash movie. They just seem to be approaching it with the same work ethic as James Cameron or whoever was in charge of the release schedule for the Blade Runner franchise. Maybe that was also James Cameron's fault. We can't say for sure. Sadly, though, the direction of Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein has somewhat unsettled the the film's star, and because J.K. Rowling can't keep her canon straight, Dumbledore's brother. Spoilers for a film you definitely shouldn't watch, Ezra Miller. What Miller's decided to do in response to his creative differences is certainly an interesting move, commonly known as the Ryan Reynolds, when people manage to somehow remember which specific Canadian Ryan is responsible for Deadpool. Hint, it's not Gosling. Miller is writing his own alternative script for The Flash Project, with a little help from the Scottish writer behind comics such as All-Star Superman, Grant Morrison. It's a bit to keep himself on board a project in a franchise that currently has the same amount of stability as a drunken goose on a broken roller coaster, and it's almost certainly going to go horribly wrong. But if it doesn't, I think everyone is going to be very interested in the final product. Alcatraz, which is mostly famous for having been a really good zombies DLC map for COD Black Ops 2, and yes, I said DLC, Activision's been greedy about paywalls since before EA made it cool, apparently has more going for it than an empty prison come tourist attraction that serves as a really good setting for zombie slaying as a gang of escaped mobsters. I might have spent a lot of time trying not to lose that that map less than the 10 minute mark, it might have been all of 2013. Scientists recently broke out a bunch of lasers, which is almost always less exciting than that sentence makes it sound, in order to scan the grounds for a demolished fortress. It's a matter of public record that before someone decided the city of San Francisco needed to construct a prison for the Mafia so that in about a century Activision could sell everyone a way overpriced zombies map that I couldn't beat, the American military had a base there that got, quote, essentially bulldozed, a term used by historians who apparently knew modern bulldozers didn't really exist in 1933, but didn't know how else one could possibly demolish a building without them. Researchers have now recreated this lost military base using terrestrial laser scans, ground-penetrating radar data, 
Lisa and a geo-rectification, which if you're familiar with those scenes in The Flash where one of the science people touches a computer and then proceeds to do literal magic, this is just that. According to researcher Timothy Desmet, the whole site turned out to be impeccably preserved and just below the surface. And I can only assume all this data will be sent straight to whoever's responsible for Black Ops 30, or whatever number they're on now, so they can charge people too much money to shoot zombies in this military base too. Do you want to make a whole lot of money? How does an estimated one billion pounds worth of gold sound? That is a whole lot of money. The only catch is that it's all on board the Merchant Royal, and the size from the sea floor, we're not quite sure where that is. However, an anchor was recently hoisted down the depths off the coast of Cornwall, specifically Land's End, the real name of an actual place, and experts are saying it might be the anchor from what one guy in a basement is calling El Dorado of the Seas, and everyone else is calling this ship with a billion pounds of gold on board. If this turns out to be true, then we may be closer to finding the shipwreck which was sunk during a storm in 1641 while carrying gold essentially stolen from Mexico by which I mean the Spanish killed everyone that lived there and then took it from them and then sold it to the English back to England. Now I know what you're thinking. The Merchant Royal got the gold on a separate continent and got basically all the way back home before being sunk by a storm whereupon nobody could find it for 300 years? Well yes, that is what happened. It's karma I guess. Or maybe. And this is my part personal favourite theory because it means I get to talk like a pirate because as we all know all pirates had mock Cornish accents according to Disney uh, the people of Cornwall sunk the ship and took the gold for themselves alas the mateys aye my pirate accent does sound like my northern Irish accent which does sound like my regular Irish accent what of it landlubber that's been your nerd news with Gregory Zoymed and tune in next time as we leave the realm of cinema and boldly go to that place of nerd culture where everyone just talks about how bees have to whip their queen into shape before they swarm by chasing her around her chamber. I think there's like a discord or something.